0: Greetings and welcome to this special episode of the European Hoops Podcast. With the World Cup ongoing, we decided to bring you mini-episodes during the competition, recapping all the action. These episodes will come out at the end of each day of the tournament, my name is Andre, and this time around, I will be coming to you guys solo. But fear not, our basketball expert, Valent, will be joining us as often as possible during these mini episodes, bringing you guys his valuable insights. I remind you that in the end of each stage of the competition, we will bring you episodes recapping everything that has happened and looking into what to expect moving forward. On this episode, we will go over all the games that took place on this first day and get you up to speed with everything that happened, providing you our insights and what these results mean for the remaining of the competition. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast and follow us at Twitter at League. Let's then take a look into what happened today. And despite being only day one, it wasn't short of important games and great performances. It all started with the much-anticipated game between Australia and Finland, where the Boomers secured the win. 98-72 98 72 and took a huge step to move into the top 16. Patty Mills with 25 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, and 4 steals, and Josh Giddy with 14 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists led the way for the winners, while Lauri Markkanen was the best for Finland with 19 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. Finland had a strong start to the game, ending the first quarter ahead, 21-17. And it was during the second quarter that uh, we started to see some signs of what was to come on this game. Australia started to tighten up their defense and adjusting to the Finnish physicality that had given them some issues early in the game. We know that uh, the offensive scheme for Finland relies on Larry Marken's ability to create and they live and die with their ability to score from deep. Today, they shot 6 out of 26 from 3, and that, associated to the lack of a secondary creator, was too much for them to be able to overcome this talented and experienced Australian roster. Australia was able to make adjustments and after allowing Finland to control the game on the very early stages, they increased their defensive intensity, made defensive adjustments like uh, having Tybal defending Lowry. They also doubled Lowry Marken when needed, and that really disrupted the offensive flow for Finland and their ball movement. Australia won the second quarter 28-19, and the second half 53-32 on an absolute dominant performance against a Finnish team that wasn't able to find solutions and ended the game shooting 40.9% from the floor. For Finland, this means that their game, that will be their last game that they will play on this group stage against Germany, becomes crucial for their aspirations to move into the top 16, with uh, them having to beat Japan on their next game, where they are favorite and they should be able to beat Japan. But Japan can be competitive. Australia faces Germany next on a game that can decide the winner of this group with us favoring Germany. And while everything is possible, the 26 points victory in this game leaves Australia with a very comfortable position to advance into the top 16. Let's then look into the, their next op- opponents, Germany, that played against Japan today. Germany was able to confirm their favoritism heading into this game and uh, they got the win over the host japan 81-63 in a game with a great atmosphere and i want to send a special greeting to the many japanese fans that uh, have been finding the podcast during the world cup and have been extremely kind to us also to all of our german fans and all of our all the other followers and listeners that we have we love you all while Dennis Schroder and Franz Wagner will always play a crucial role, making Germany's game flow and being the determinant factors for the powerhouse as this German team is. The two key players today were Mo Wagner and Daniel Theis, the two big men combined for 31 points and 15 rebounds, with Mo Wagner coming out of this game as the MVP. Their ability to punish Japan in the inside was crucial for this win, Germany was able to build this lead during the first half where their defensive discipline, their ability to share the ball and their front court advantage was too much for Japan to be able to compete. But uh, we have to recognize the Japanese efforts in the second half. They were able to find themselves and reduce the the halftime 22 points deficit to 18 leaving a good indication for the rest of the tournament and giving their fans hope to dream of the Olympic slot that they are in the hunt for, the Asiatic Olympic slot that Japan certainly would love to conquer during this competition. For Japan, Yuta Watanabe was a top performer with 20 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 blocks and 1 steal. He certainly won't be shy to light it up from 3. He ended the game 2 from 10 from 3. The ability to get him easier looks will certainly be key for this Japanese team's aspirations moving forward and their growth during this uh, highly competitive group should determine their fate once they get to the second phase. After today's result, Australia leads Group E, followed by Germany, while Japan and Finland are third and fourth. From um, Group E, let's look into the Group A that gave us the game that uh, we here at the European Hoops Podcast Headquarters Named as the game of the day. But before we look into that enticing game between Dominican Republic and the Philippines that got that distinction for us, let's look into one of the surprises of the day, the game between Angola and Italy. Angola was a pleasant surprise in this game, giving some issues to Italy, despite uh, that the Europeans were able to come out of this of this game with the win 81-67. We have many sprites that are worth to track during this game. And uh, Angola came into this game extremely aggressive and attacking the offensive glass, building an early 9-2 lead. Italy was able to react and take over the game. But uh, every time that they were trying to run away, Angola was finding ways to come back and to stay competitive during this game. We were able to see something that we had previewed regarding Italy. While we love the way that they play, and they are one of the our favorite teams and play some of our favorite basketball, they lack some size in the front court, and that was something that Angola was able to use in their favor. Fonteyu with nineteen points, five rebounds and two assists, and Tunut with eighteen points shooting seventy-one percent from two were the top contributors for Italy, while for Angola, Bruno Fernando and Shildi Dondow were the the driving forces with 13 and 19 points, respectively. While Angola's aggressive defense caused Italy issues at times, they lacked the discipline to continue to do it like successfully. They had unnecessary falls that ended up sending Italy to the line 30 times and with Italy shooting 86.7% from the line, that became one of the key factors for Italy to come out of this game as the winner. With this win, Italy leads Group A while Angola ranks 4th. Next on the docket for these teams, we will have Dominican Republic and the Philippines, respectively, two teams that played the game of the day between themselves with uh, a magical atmosphere in the Philippines, with the record for the biggest audience ever in a FIBA World Cup being broken. Philippines and Dominican Republic went at each other, with their two-star players being the figures of the game. Towns scored 26 points and grabbed 10 rebounds, while Jordan Claxter ended the game with 28 points, 7 rebounds and 7 assists. Towns was able to lead Dominican Republic to a 87-81 win. It was a game where both teams kept exchanging baskets, not worthy the fact that Jordan Clarkson fell out with 2 minutes and 27 seconds left to play, and that certainly will impact the outcome of this game, but Clashton were... Just unstoppable all game long. Dominican Republic both into the Philippines game style and both teams were running and gunning with Dominican Republic ending the game shooting 39.7 from the floor, but with 17 offensive rebounds and taking advantage of the 19 turnovers from the Philippines, they were able to lock this important win. They will need to do more and better against Italy on their next game in a game that promises to be an intriguing matchup where both... Uh, Teams will need to perform better than they did on their first games in order to lock their that 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 will be a very important win for their aspirations during this competition. On the Group D, we had two dominant performances by European teams. Montenegro beat Mexico 91-71, while Lithuania beat Egypt 93-67. And both games had similar stories in a way. Uh, Vucevic and Jonas Valenciunas dominated those games. Vucevic ended the game with uh, 27 points and 10 rebounds, while uh, Valenciunas ended the game with 15 points and 10 rebounds. But mostly he set the tone early on and uh, he gave a lot of trouble to Marek, that is a key player for uh, Egypt. Marek ended the game with uh, 14 points and 9 rebounds, but... Uh, he, Egypt just wasn't able to compete. The highlight of this game was Normates for Lithuania. As we have said before, the... Ability for the the backcourt of Lithuania to step up and perform will be crucial for their aspirations to compete for medals in this World Cup. And having players like Normante stepping up and having good performance are a good indication for for them that that might happen. Lithuania will be playing Mexico next and Montenegro will be playing Egypt next. And uh, if those two teams are able to secure those victories they will be facing each other to fight for the first place on this group and uh, go moving into the second stage with potentially three wins will be very important to compete with greece and united states for one of the two top spots of the the group that they will face next compete likely with Greece and United States. That uh, both teams that will be playing tomorrow will be very important for them to aspire to move into the quarterfinals and dream about the medal game. From important wins for two European teams in Lithuania and Montenegro, let's move into another European team, Latvia, that beat Lebanon 109-70. It was a, an impressive performance from Latvia that highlighted one of the factors that we have mentioned that uh, will be key for them during this competition, that is their three-point shooting. Today, they shot 51.4%, shooting 18 from 35 from deep. Darius Bertrand scored 6 out of 7 from deep, ending the game with 20 points. And uh, Roland Schmidt. Set the tone for the team uh, and was playing dominant basketball early on. In 17 minutes played, he scored 17 points and had 7 rebounds. He also was able to give some trouble to Spellman, that uh, was one of the stars of the Lebanon team and wasn't uh, being able to compete with Roland Schmitz early on. Spellman ended the game with 18 points and was the best scorer for this Lebanese team. Latvia will be facing France next, while Lebanon will be playing with Canada. And uh, France and Canada had one game that was one of the surprises of the day. By the negative... Canada played absolutely incredible basketball, led by Shea and Kelly, as expected. Shea ended with 27 points, 13 rebounds, and 6 assists, while Kelly Olynyk had 18 points, 4 rebounds, and 2 assists. But what was more incredible and more noteworthy was how good the def- defensive effort by Canada was on this game. They totally dominated France. France was unable to create offensively. They were very reliant on Evan Fournier that was the best for France that ended the game with 21 points but shot 8 of 19 from the floor including 3 of 13 from deep and France just didn't have answers against the physical and uh, high level defense from the Canadians that uh, now gave a huge step to make sure that they will be on the top 16 but more than that they are in a premium position to be able to end the next stage uh, group in the first place what uh, would allow them to aspire to go f- far in this competition and fight for medals. With this win from Canada, we might see uh, United States-Canada in the semifinals and uh, in United States-Germany eventually in the final. Those are two, te- three teams that we are very high on and they might be crossing paths that way. And while the United States starts the competition with an easier path ahead in the first stages, they might be facing two of the stronger teams. And Canada really showed today that they are a top contender. They are a serious contender. This takes us to the end of our quick recap of all the action of today. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow for more. We will be tracking all the games that happen tomorrow. And uh, make sure you are following us on Twitter at league so you don't miss out when we release new episodes.